0: You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I've experienced intense anxiety, deep depression, and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and this is episode 89. Okay, so firstly, it may feel like the world is, what's that saying, going to hell in a handbasket right now. And understandably so. We're going through unprecedented change. And with anything that is this chaotic, there will be absolute turbulence inside and outside. So today I'm going to talk about how to manage the chaos of life. Because many of us will need to do this now, and there are so many who have not had to experience such turbulence before. Me, I've had my fair share of chaos in life from losing my father when I was 26, to trying to resuscitate my grandmother when I was 16, who passed on, to facing my mum with having cancer, financial poverty, much loss, lots of grief and isolation. So it can feel really strange to me right now that my life is becoming in a way, the new normal for many people. I find it really surreal that my life that is generally very isolated, I rarely see anyone apart from my housemate from week to week. To have this as a guideline or soon to be a legal requirement to be isolated is beyond surprising to me and As someone who knows fear so intimately with anxiety, I really feel so much for a large portion of society who have never had to face this kind of change, this kind of chaos. And one thing I wanted to point out is that any control that we think we had, we never did. We simply had the illusion of control. And it feels to me that things are being shaken up so much in a way to bring about a mass awakening. Many people will have to face some hard stuff right now. Things they have not had to face before. Some will leave this life, sadly. But those who remain will have to face the chaos. Restrictions, limitation loss and their own fragile mortality. It's a really hard thing to face all of this stuff, especially when you've had no experience of this before. And even if you have faced it, it it does not make it any more easier to manage. And during this time, you know, we're gonna feel scared and uncertain about life and during this time we're going to feel angry. But you'll also go through many stages of processing what is taking place. You'll move between shock and surprise to acknowledgement and acceptance, only to flip back into shock and surprise and fear. And none of this is wrong and everyone will handle this differently. Those who are, for example, isolating and literally have no contact online or via the telephone with others may handle this very differently to those who have regular human contact in other ways. And in a way, extroverts may find this much tougher than introverts because we're often more used to our own company, to stillness, to quiet, to less people in our lives. One really important thing to remember is that at this time we can't make the chaos go away or bring a sense of order into the chaos. As more people are isolated, as greater limits are placed on life, as we distance ourselves from our fellow humans, we can't expect to create order out of what is taking place. But we can drop the idea of order and drop the idea of having our life together for this time. Because it's in our attachment to order and control that causes inner resistance and greater fear and suffering. So many expect things to be a certain way. They expect when chaos hits our lives for order and control to be put in place very quickly by the powers that be. I'm seeing this in the UK where people are naturally in fear and are expecting our government to control and know what to do immediately. Not accepting the unknown essence of the coronavirus and how it works meaning that life will be uncertain. Decisions will change. Nothing will be set in stone and surprises and limits may appear at short notice. People want certainties during an uncertain time. Primarily because the way we live our lives and the way it's set up, we have had a familiarity and the known and we do everything to avoid the unknown or the uncertain, which is change. So I get why so many people are scared right now. Because from chaos comes great change, both perceived positive and perceived negative. So I want to first talk about the sort of things you may be thinking and feeling right now. Just so you know that you're not alone and to know it is perfectly natural during a time of huge chaos. You may first worry about death and dying. Be it a fear of your own death or your loved ones. And this could make you panic and try to control in different ways. From panic buying to overcleaning your home to perhaps reacting in a domineering way to loved ones in your attempt to protect them from harm. You may point fingers of blame at other people. The government, your family or friends who are not taking it seriously. Strangers who are not taking it seriously. People who voted for the current government we're in. When you do this, you're simply trying to feel better, but it doesn't work long term. it's perfectly understandable. You may also fear isolation, feel imprisoned, bored, claustrophobic. There may be a great sense of hypervigilance around your health. You may temporarily turn into a bit of a hypochondriac. You may constantly think that you have the virus when you don't and trying everything you can to keep it at bay. You may even feel like you're in wartime mode, thinking that you must protect your family in more aggressive ways. And you may feel disconnected from your heart for a time. In other words, you you may feel more anger pointed outwards and find it hard to feel compassion or sensitivity. To what is happening in your life and in the outer world. And you may have compassion fatigue. As you see many people suffering and you want to help. But you can't help everyone. And it's not your responsibility to save the world. But you may want to nonetheless. And this can make you feel tired. From feeling helpless or powerless. To be able to control the outer world. And you may feel sad. Sad for the world as a whole, sad for loved ones, sad for losing people losing loved ones, sad for people isolated, sad for people with businesses that may go bankrupt, sad for the whole of humanity. And it's all perfectly natural. And some of you may feel anxious 24-7. You may find it difficult to sleep. You may be experiencing insomnia as your mind whirls with all the potential problems or challenges you may experience and others may be experiencing. And you may find if you have depression, it worsens or your mental health issues become heightened. And if it does worsen, please speak to someone online or on the telephone I know a lot of doctors are doing telephone calls now. You're not alone and your pain is as valid as anyone else. That it's happening to in the world. You are worth crying over. And you may feel hopeless in the sense that without a future to control, you don't know what to do and more so who you are anymore many people live their lives from one event to the next, be it Christmas to holidays to meals out with friends. Now take away vacations, socializing, and some may find this intolerable to cope with. Again, this is natural, especially if you've always had a really full and busy life. And the reason you may struggle is that it's because you may have attached your identity to what you do instead of who you are. And this time of chaos could be a wake-up call to discover who you are and what is most important for you now in life. This time can be an incredibly transformative time if, if we choose to see it in this way. So during this time of chaos, how can you manage all of this happening? Because it's very intense. You begin by accepting life is not going to be the same again. You start to open up to the fact that life was never in your control and that uncertainty, as scary as it is, is a part of life and is to be embraced not resisted. You accept the unexpected and you expect the unexpected. Instead of being attached to what is known, you develop an inner wisdom and flexibility in this life of change. And because of this, you will find your life transforms in a very powerful way. You become more mindful of what you are feeling and why. And instead of being distracted, you practice patience with yourself, patience with others, and acceptance of what is in your life. Now, chaos is the nature of existence. Our modern day lives have simply lulled us into a sleep where we've not witnessed this enough. Nature reveals to us the chaos required to create and allow the new and change to take place. Now, is it possible to actually fall in love with confusion and chaos in the world? Can we embrace the changing world we live in? Yes, we can. It may not be easy if we're not used to change and have lived in what I call an uncomfortable comfort zone for so long, but it can be done. The problem with our modern day lives is when we live a static, unchanging life. We're not truly living. It is during these times of chaos when we're truly living. Is it comfortable? Yes. Convenient? Yes, stable, yes, but it's not truly being alive. We have been almost cemented to the known world for so long that to face this period of deep uncertainty we are now being uprooted for massive change. Now it is said that the Buddha said that after each 25 centuries, there comes a moment of great turmoil and chaos. And that is the time when the greatest number of people become enlightened. Perhaps we're moving into that now. This virus, COVID-19, is putting us all on high alert for change and the new to happen. Many will resist its teachings, but some will see it as a peak moment in our history, for much to happen, much to be unearthed from within, much to be embraced and celebrate and be created, even within all the pain and suffering. It is when our past starts to have no meaning and our future too, when we slow down and see that all we ever had is here now. This is when true awakening takes place. If security and comfort is what you seek, you may struggle with this chaotic time we are in. When we wait, for example, for our governments to take care of us like the proverbial divine mother, we may be missing the point here. Our governments are only meant to do so much for us. They are not our mothers or fathers, and nor should they be. We can accept the steps that they put in place to help with our personal safety, but it is still down to us as individuals. Times of chaos are times of revolution and as someone said on Twitter recently, we're experiencing a global reset. And as the mystic teacher Osho said, the times are very favorable because there is so much chaos and so much confusion. Now that's something to really consider at this time. So be well, everyone, and see if you can drop any attachment to wanting the comfortable and secure and the known to be here, and you will be okay. Trust in your ability to handle change, even painful change, and allow love to fill your heart once again, regardless of any fear that arises. And remember that nothing is wrong in how you feel at this time. Allow yourself to be perfectly imperfect and allow life to be the same too. It's all we can do. Thanks for listening to this episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. If you have a question or topic you are struggling with and would like me to answer on an upcoming podcast episode, please get in touch. Your name will be confidential. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com or message me on my Facebook page, Kelly MartinSpeaks. And don't forget if you feel that others are passing you by and the not good enough voices screaming loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including book one, When Everyone Shines But You. And you can also support my channel via my podcast page on my website, kellymartinspeaks.co.uk, via PayPal, or you can buy me a coffee via Coffee. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly kellymartinspeaks on Instagram Facebook, and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.